Hey everybody. All right, we are on to part two of the Hydra Melody Final Show podcast. And so you can tell in part one, uh, by the time we started recording and everyone got there, we were a little, we were a little couple Topo Chicos deep, and uh, we were using some new equipment, and it was kind of loose, and there were people in the house, so the microphones and the sound weren't the greatest. But it was fun. It was a good little start. Uh, after we took a break, we sat back down and we're a little bit more collected, I would say. But we were, the sauce was, we were, we were swimming in the sauce a little bit deeper. But I feel like uh, this was a great way near the end, about the 45 minute mark. They really start speaking about the band uh, and how Richard and Jordan and. Uh, Jason all knew each other and how they came together to play music. So I really hope you enjoy the very end of this. Their show will be on March 8th at Paper Tiger. Get your tickets now. Follow any of them on Instagram at Hydra Melody, uh, Westbound Departure, Jason Hydra, Jordan Hydra, and you'll be able to get your tickets. I hope you enjoy the rest of it. We still had a silly goose time. But uh, as long as this podcast initially was, we, I think I condensed it down to pretty much the meat and the bones and what everyone, you know, the good stuff. Some of the things that were said, they're going to be left at the table. Kind of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happened around that table and some of the conversations stay at that table. So I did my best to uh, stay by my own golden rules of Domcast. And I really hope you enjoy the rest of this. And I will see y'all at the show. I don't know. <laughs> it's recording well, I guess we'll now. find out. As yeah. long as it's recording. Yeah, okay. we're good. It's recorded both of You were recording long. before this. And it was stopped and then recorded over. Not recorded over yeah. a new track. Welcome back to Domcast. All right, where's the diet? It's, it's under the It's thing. underneath the Zoom. Yeah. Under the Zoom. Under the oh, Zoom. Ooh, Let's put the Zoom on top. All right, who wants to roll first? Left is law, but yeah, Jordan wants Jordan. to go first. I don't. Okay, do it. All right, and actually, uh, in this this picks uh, the question. Yes, two. two, two, two. Did I roll two earlier? <laughs> did you? you did. When we uh, what was it? We just. If you were stranded, yeah, I did, right? If if you were, stranded, he didn't tell me the question. Hey, he here's, didn't tell me the question. Here's but he the just question. wanted to see. So now if, I'm curious. If you were stranded on a desert island, what three things would you want to take with you? Wow, no. I know one of them. For you. Oh, Jason's oh, already answered. That's bold. Your mind and your body, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Flashlight's not one of them. And you can pick anything. Stranded Man, on so a desert three island. things, desert island. Stranded, though. Like, you're never coming back, so you better make it work, dude. Man, that's, that's, that's a tough question because the, the adult in me wants to be super practical about the whole thing. I'm being practical as fuck already. I'm, I'm trying yeah, to be super mind. practical. Yeah. But then I'm the gonna, other part of I'm me is survive. like, okay, you know, what am I going to do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying in this scenario, I get to choose the things I take. Yeah. Like, three. I know yeah. I'm going. You get to take three. I get to take three things. Okay. I would definitely take a really good knife. Okay. Okay, good job. A little practicality. Oh. Okay. Definitely a really good knife. Okay. Okay. I would uh shit. Shoot. 
Oh man, that's this is. We got a knife. Don't say gun. Just get the no, gun. No, 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 no. I mean knife. knife. Yeah, knife. Um, <laughs> if I, if I guess, if I, if I had shoot a pot and light it on fire. <laughs> if, if I had the option to take, take clay these one. things, I would take uh, flint and steel. Okay. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Dude, what are y'all talking flint about? Flint okay, and steel. Flint and steel. steel. No, dude, like you have all the technology in the world at your fingertips. I'll have a flint and, and a on, steel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried to start a fire with one of those? Totally have a lighter. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but here's a big with your like Taurus sign on it. I'm with you there because. I will give him this. I Matt want the Dallas Cowboys lighter. Exactly. It'll last. Exactly. Okay. okay. So Tec- there's one thing wrong with technology oh is that it's it's yeah. it's not practical. Phone battery it's, dies. It's finite. Big exactly. lighters run out of lighters fuel. run out of battery. Yeah. Oh, they sure do. Tell you what. They sure do. The way these kids are lighting their dang old cigarettes. Flint and steel is going to be reliable, baby. You're right. Yeah. How about an island with no flint? But how am I on no, 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 fucking taking, lighter? Exactly, you can bring anything. I mean, I you're bringing what it. I want. He's bringing it. So yeah. instead of being dumb you and taking a lighter that's gonna run out in two weeks, yeah, you're right. Steel, yeah, yeah, to make a fire. That's a, oh and then God. he has an extra piece of steel. <laughs> well, you <laughs> have one more. Here, item you you go one on more your island with a with a, with a pack of matches. You get one more item. This is your dice. You got one more item. Yeah, you got one more. You got one more item. This is not my dice. This is yours. Damn. Flint and Steel. <laughs> it's like an episode of Game of Thrones. Flint and Steel. Is that, does and that a count knife. as two things? Or does yeah, that count you as have one? a knife two? and a Flint and Steel. Flint and Steel is like you're saying a way to light shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a two. Yeah. You want a fire starter and a knife. That's yeah. where you're at, basically. Yeah. What's next? What's the, the no pressure? This is tough. This is tough because I, I mean, I, do you bring your pocket pussy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to be alone forever. You just, like, wrap your dick like banana. I carry plant. my pocket yeah. pussy at all times. <laughs> say, or maybe a live one. I don't know. Just you know, I, I was thinking, like, like, I was thinking, can I, can I'm I bring a friend? That. Not, not oh, for I, the rest of my Can life. I bring a friend? But the, nope. hand, but the compassionate part of me is like, <laughs> uh, looks like a pocket I don't want to, I don't want to submit a friend to that. So hit me. All right. So you got. So um, far, I got a, ni- a really good knife, a really good knife, flint and steel, a great flint knife, steel. a great knife, great knife, like the best knife. And then what else? And a horse, the best survivor. You're a fucking idiot. I'll take the horse. And a horse. It's like if I can't ride it, I can eat it. <laughs> And if I can't eat you're it, well, forever. you know what? You're there forever. And he brings a horse. I love that shit so much. He's just he's picturing himself rocking down the beach with a knife. Yeah, just flint and steel on a fucking horse. A fucking torch in one hand and a knife in the other. Just gripping for dear life on this horse with my knees. Like, no saddle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Holly, it, Hollywood is pleased, but REI's like, dude, oh my what God. the fuck? Oh, that <laughs> rocks. That is good job. Okay. That was no. good. Because he was like, and a horse. And you picked a horse. <laughs> oh, you could have picked your dream <laughs> car from the earlier question. Yeah, let me go drive that on a desert island. <laughs> yeah. All right, Harari. Oh, I got man. six. You got six. Yeah. If you found a magic lantern and a genie gave you three wishes, what would you tough. wish? Oh, okay. Um... Real caveat. Real All real, practicality real goes out the window in this one. Are are infinite wishes impossible? Is there like an yes. asterisk? Yes. Okay. Okay. Only you're, you're, three wishes. One of them can't be more wishes. Yep. Okay. Um, and hold on. Are we going full Aladdin? Like you can't make someone fall in love with you either, right? 
<laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's looking for ground rules here. Yeah. yeah. We're getting all Bruce okay. Almighty. You, you can't, can't miss a free will. Can't, yeah, you can't you can't make someone fall in love with you and no infinite wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is will. open oh, game. Man. Let's okay, hear it. So the three Okay, so for myself and for was, me, so for me and everyone I care and love and everyone they care and love to okay. have good health and immortality. Oh, that, I love that. Health so that's, oh, and immortality. That well so so vam- are you seeing anyone right now? Yeah, a bunch of people. So vampires. I, I see you and Dom. You want all of your family is, to so become vampires. So for myself, anybody I care about, like you guys, and then the people you care and love, for also to have that. So it's like just exponential growth on that gift. Um, and then I would probably wish for the opportunity of like real happiness, right? So like I don't want it just given to me because oh, then how happy is that? Yeah. Oh, so I just want, want like for that to exist. Like okay. as long as I do the right thing or I work hard mm. enough, even if it takes forever, like that I reach that like mecca of like you really want, happy. You, you want all those things to be there and it's up to you to right. make that happiness you happen. Right. Like, you don't, I don't need a don't, genie. Don't, That's right now. I don't, well, you He's think. got a point. Hey. It's not just bad. saying. Um, uh, but a little nudge wouldn't hurt. Just a Okay. Okay. I get it. No, I like the answer. How, I, I mean, just, I just for true happiness, okay. whatever form okay. that takes, right? Like, like real stuff. Because right now, this point in my life, I'm thinking of several things that would make me truly happy, but that's not long term. That's not real. So real happiness, and then <clears throat> third wish, just infinite amount of money. There we go. There it is. Just well, money doesn't matter to Nothing the point matters. to the point where it's a because this is the way I view money, right? Yes, like it is. money is great and it's amazing, but you get bored of the toys, right? But if money gives you the ability to spend quality oh, time and you have everything you like. I don't want to like. get into my, like, my super like crazy conspiracy yeah. shit right now. But but do it. Oh, we're going there? Yeah. Because yeah, none of that shit matters. None of that money matters. No, here. it doesn't. But all that is Rothschild I don't think cotton is all it is. Pumped out of a yeah. fucking private bank. You're absolutely right. On an island somewhere. Most motherfuckers couldn't get to. Let me yeah. know how you feel. The connect, dude. Let me know how you feel. And you're absolutely right about that. But I'll tell you what, it runs the world. So, as far as I'm concerned, it even it being Fact. as it, yeah worthless could, or as have as much value as it does, it's not so much the things you can buy with it. But I feel like having. You feel like money is security? No, I feel like money buys me time to enjoy the people that I love. And the ability to Ooh, okay. do what it is if, you want when you want to do it. if I could go and like do all the amazing things I ever wanted to do with my friends, like let's say Jordan really wanted to do this one amazing thing in Alaska. And he's like, I don't know if I'll ever get to do I'm it. I'm like, well, moose. fuck you. We're about to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he does want to ride a moose. So it's not with so a much torch the, in one hand and a big knife the, in the other. It's not so much the tangible. If I Physical. ever like really make it into like losable money, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm fuck going to, you, I'm, what they call I'm it. going to, yeah, fuck you, money. I'm going to arrange a horse ride for you just on your own <laughs> with a knife on a beach. <laughs> with and it's a like, knife. here you go, bud. And, yeah. and you're holding a knife, and you'll you bet, see my eyes see, gleam. Like but that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. But there won't be a saddle. It'll be exactly what you wish for. What's funny is that I've been on this podcast before. I don't want to see Jordan running through on a horse with a knife, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're my boy, dude. dude but if rock. I was on the beach and you start coming at me with that, 
You're like, we got to get out of here. I'll be like, hey, they might be some tiger sharks in that bitch. I'm going to be like, I'm swimming in. Yeah. I don't trust them, dude. I'm getting out of the way. Get off my beach, Dom. So here's the reason about the fuck you money, right? (laughs) That's cool, dude. Everything you guys are talking about is exactly what I mean. Because if I had... Fuck you money. No, enough money to where I I never ran out. And somebody's like, oh, I wish we could find this cure or feed everybody in Africa or do this shit here in Texas or whatever. Be like, oh, cool. Here you go. Or that's, just those, those ideas, no more that shit. you know, th- those ideas that we're all Done. out together, we're all we're all having beers or whatever, and we're like, oh man, you know what would be fun if we all could go do this? We could all go to this place yeah. and go do this to it's be a, able to have that money to be like, oh yeah, you know what, you want to do that? Cool, me and it's my a wonderful fi- facilitator. Friends. It's a wonderful it's facilitator. Right now, and yeah. just have a blast. Let's get in, let's get on the private jet. Let's go I right now. And I mean it. I mean it in that context for three whole hours. I mean it in that context because I know that like Jesus, people, Dom, Dude, if we, you, Richard, if we be set up this podcast, given your at Top Golf, yeah, you would have a blast. You know what I'm saying? You would have I a do know blast. You want to earn it and do it. Guerrilla Radio. Dude, you yep. gotta roll the die. Turn that Toby. shit up. This is your thing. You gotta roll so, the yeah, die, dude. Okay, yeah, you finish with indispensable amounts of money. Yeah. Oh, six again. But you, right, that you, means you I get have to re roll because he did the same question. And the cable interfered. Yeah. That was a nice free roll. Ooh, snake eye. If you go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, right now I would go to Spain. And I would. Spain? Yes. And I would, what part of Spain? Ooh, I don't... Uh, like Portugal or, like, far fucking east in Rioja? So I've heard east is not where you want to hang out, but that's just what I've heard. No, wanna, no, Spain, not San Antonio. <laughs> 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 I want to go somewhere I can hang out on a cliff so I don't care what coast we're on and fucking just eat octopus. And mm-hmm. I love the, the fucking nap Rio culture west. there. Yeah. Shit shuts down. It is what it is. I love that everywhere you go, you eat as much as you possibly can. Who cares if lunch is fucking three and a half hours? Mm-hmm. I can fuck with that. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't, I don't mind. I yeah. think, I think I was also like uh, sexually charged by my Spanish teacher, um, in high school. What was the last? What, what was his name? Ooh, I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was what a was his powerful man, <laughs> a powerful, passionate Ramon. I can't, I can't say her name. It's so unique. That's legit. That like, someone might know. Yeah, word. We already said my name. Someone, if someone listens well, to no, this that knows already, me, they might know. <laughs> yeah, we must follow the golden rule. But we're still following the golden rules. We yeah, nobody said anything. Yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. I guess I got to roll now. You All sure right. do. Yep. Keep on rolling, baby. All right. Oh, oh no. Nope. Nope. Re-roll. Re-roll. Ooh, five. Five? Okay. Maybe if you weren't... could spend the day with one fictional character, who would it be? Oh, that's oh, cool. That's cool. Wow. See, Dude, this is the question I wanted. That's super tough. This is actually like a question maybe we can all share. So I love it could so be a, many fictional it could be a characters. a person playing a character. Just, a just as long as you're fictional. Character. This is a really oh, good one for you, interesting. actually. Hmm. Interesting. I wasn't prepared for this. Here you are, dude. I think... Um, Fictional character of any time. Does anyone else have something that comes to their mind? This is your question, man. I know. Yeah, you gotta I answer. do believe I wasn't, I wasn't ready for you. this one. This one's kind of hard. Man. I have to think ready. about it too much. I know something popped into your head first, and I challenge you to say that. 
like what was it? I and, did. and be unafraid. So what was it? Good. Robin Hood. Oh, that rocks. Well, yeah, the animated bad. Disney version or the, the Fox like, oh. or the, the the one the movie with yeah, Kevin, like Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah, what's his name? Both have their perks. <laughs> yeah. Actually the book. Okay. Oh. Oh. So the Russell Crowe. <laughs> okay, see? That was a good answer. I don't know. That and that was weird. your gut. That's why? Really hard. I'll, honestly, I don't know why. I'll say what my gut was. Because like, I'm and a it wasn't because I wanted it. But I love the first thing that popped into my mind. Okay. I, I think everyone else I don't want to sound like that jackass who's in the middle that's like, oh, I am like fiscally capitalist, but I'm. I'm socially liberal. Like, I don't want to be that fucking person. I'm a yeah. libertarian in the way I think. Oh, you're Robin Hood. Okay. But in Robin Hood, to me, was like, you know, breaking down what then was the huge government to Take give the rich, out. give to the poor. But let not just give to the poor, but make, the, like, keep the culture. Okay. Keep the culture yeah. alive. You're vigilante. So you're voting for Bernie Sanders, which then? No, I'm still gonna go for Rand Paul, dude. I don't give a fuck. Even I don't, I don't care. Ballot, Independent, Republican, in. I don't yeah. care. Rand Paul. Harambe. First thing that came to your mind, be unafraid. What was it? You too. Bang. Fictional character. Honestly, the first one. Everyone that, thought of something first. The first one that popped into my mind, and maybe not my best answer, but the first one popped into my mind, Bart Simpson. Okay, there we go. So, <laughs> I think so. I think that initial reaction is very honest. Yeah, yeah. I I literally thought Gumby. Oh man! Why, why do I want to hang out with Gumby? But Honestly, like immediately, if Gumby I could hang out with night. a fictional character, it happened right away. I was like, Gumby, yeah, the, the, the guy Gumby and Pokey. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he looked like Gumby. Yeah. You got a horse? <laughs> I got the Gumby horse for you, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That was my first answer. Yeah. Mine was Jesus. Shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Kid, right? <laughs> we have proof that Jesus was real. No, like, fuck. Yeah. That, that was a real man. I love how initially we were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we're like, oh, are you? Hey, <laughs> yeah. he, he may have been a real man, but he's a fictional character. I'll throw that out right now, all right? <laughs> Dom, Dom's I don't care, Dom's I don't care what kind of price I pay. Just saying. Oh, shit. Oh. You were holding Woo! on to that one. You were yeah, waiting. no, it was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> See, I love that. Like, I'm coming like, from a Jewish household. You said fictional character. Jesus. Who would I want to hang out with? Like, love to meet the guy, pick his brain a little bit. <laughs> how'd you do this shit? How'd you get it done? Oh, tell me, tell me, how'd shit. you do that I'm wine to water thing or water to wine thing? What's that wine trick? What's that wine trick? What's that wine trick? Show me that. I keep hearing about Tom's face. That was good. That was good. Conclude the round. Conclude the. I guess. Well, you know. Fuck Jessica Rabbit, dude. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's hot. Yeah, don't don't talk shit. Okay, real quick. Okay. Let's. I want to take it there. The hottest Disney cartoon chick was the female dog from Goof Troop. Oh yeah, dude. She is dude, a babe. You know who? Mine that was? chick's hot. Mine was. Uh, <laughs> dude. Mine was the Jesus. chick rabbit from Space Jam. Oh yes, oh, same, same, so same echelon. Yeah, I'm like you're. Babe. Oh yeah, super hot. What's that? Yeah, be real. I yeah, but no, you're absolutely VHS. right about the goof. <laughs> but dude, yeah, I would have like Max's, Max's crush. The VCR yes, was, was hot. Hot. Was was hot. Oh yeah, super hot. With a little, with a little mole. Oh, oh um, dude. This one. Look at yes. her. She's just holding her book. She's like, oh she's, no. She's in a, a goofy movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go- yeah. Oh, a goofy that movie. One. That's what I meant. So no, she's true. I don't know why yeah, the fuck. I remember that. She's, she's a babe. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. 
Okay, I have a new fictional character. <laughs> you enjoy that. I, I want to be Max. Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I want to eat Cheese Whiz with, with uh, what's his name? Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> and date her. Yeah. Leaning Tower of Cheese. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm about it. Y'all, y'all are welcome. Well, <laughs> yeah. I Dude, I got in trouble one time when I worked. I'm going to say this. I'll, yeah. I'll name all this shit right now. I got in trouble at this Chili's. Off, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the time he got kicked out of Chili's dog. Dude, this is the time yeah. I worked for it. Almost got fired. But pretty much got fired. Oh, I, don't shit. Know, I had to quit. I retired. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my friend, we were there, and it was off Calabra 1604. And he was like, dude, let's just get silly goose gassed. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like... We have to put whipped cream on every fucking dessert that comes out. He was like, in the fridge, they have a ton of them. And I go, okay, so what's, what is it? He's like, that mean? it's just laughing gas in a can. Mm-hmm. He was like, we can do them. Ended up happening on a super busy night. Like, it was a Friday that was rainy, <laughs> and we're like, no one's going to come in. Mm-hmm. And this was before, like, that entire area was built up. Dude, Everyone came in Crushed. and we were like in the fridge, like <laughs> doing like, whippets, non-stop laughing whippets. <laughs> and then they were like, "Tom is gonna be your server." They bring me to the table. I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" I can do your voice now. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I knew you were and gonna then, say that. And then, dude, I was just, dude, that happened. And how then, did you get the through end that of the night? Because everyone's starting to get dessert around nine o'clock, pastry girl or shit. There's no whipped cream. None. All <laughs> dead. And then, so the GM calls everyone, everyone in the entire restaurant on a yeah. Friday night at like 9.35, 15 minutes before we close because everyone's dessert right now. He's like, my wife works in the doctor. He sees what happens when people get high. He's like, whoever did this, you're gonna get fired. Yeah. My boy and I are in the back. Was your we'll boss Batman? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dude, just crying. How long does it last? Is it really laughing gas? Uh, yeah. I don't what, know what 10, it is, but you get, you get fucked up Maybe. on it. Maybe. No, dude, it is exactly the same chemical buildup oh, of laughing gas. I'm gonna buy some Ready Whip on the way home. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you having problems sleeping? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. You, you have to maybe. be a fat girl and eat all the whipped cream, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you cannot waste that. Don't be a dick. Don't be Don't a dick. There's people that will never get to try whipped cream. Just waste some plastic and... <laughs> you better eat, you better eat all that cream. Poor old guilt yeah. on me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. If you cared. Yeah. If you cared. Yeah. The morals go on you. Jason. So, uh... I don't know. That ended. He gave us this huge speech, and basically, like we, he knew who did it, but he kept us there because that was back before, like I don't know, the the depression of like two thousand eight nine. You know what I mean? He liked you guys. Yeah, you know, he kept us. He's like these guys like to party, man. Dude, I really didn't. And it was like I would smoke a cigarette. Give me a fucking break, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? Thank you. When Thank I was you. in Austin, yes. <laughs> no, dude, she's got it. You just got called. Yeah, you got called, dude. Talk to me about it, then. Dude, you're a wild man, Dom. Well, at least you used to be. 
I'll settle down a little bit. I like robes. I like ropes. <laughs> what? Robes, yeah, dude. Are robes. Oh, which we should all be wearing a robe. That's I something. Know, yeah, that's classy. Wear one on, dude. If you I ever, have, if I'm you ever have a nice coat on though, I respect that. Thank shit. you. Yeah. Thank you, yes. And you got a white tee underneath. That's nice. It's pink, actually. Yeah, it's pink. It's got a hue. That's which... a tri-blend. That is that, a that's tri-blend. a tri-blend. That's really nice. That's a tri-blend. I would right, call so it a they're... pearl tri-blend, probably. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Hey, where'd you get that? How'd you get fucking chamoy on your topo? She's topo. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, Play by really the rules? <laughs> I would love one. Please. Thank you so much. It's good. Dress okay. it up. Dress it up. <laughs> Can I, well, I, I, have to, I, I have a question for, for you guys that I'm yeah. curious about. Because we were talking about, you know, favorite okay. cars and we got a, you know, couple of genie wishes and what would you take to a desert island type okay. shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious. Oh my God, the cat scared the shit. Sorry. I, I want to know your favorite concert you've ever been to. Oh, man. oh my God. That's really this tough. This is really tough. Yeah. Yeah. I have... No, one of my I favorite memories, but I don't know if it's musically one of my favorite concerts. Okay, can I start? And see, yeah, but that yeah. that that's that's Definitely. the that's the question. You know, that's okay. the big question. Yeah. I think is is because your first one your favorite, or is do you have a favorite? It doesn't concert? necessarily need to be your favorite band, or okay. necessarily right. the favorite, favorite concert, lineup of maybe concerts you went to, or it could be the experience. Up. It could be. That's a good point. I know what I mean. That's a really okay. good point. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Is there a difference between concerts and shows? Yes. I think there are. Mm, in what respect? No, I mean, it could be- I, I don't know. I did, like the show coming out that we're playing. That's not a concert. That's a show. Right. Some people I don't consider it a concert. Sure. No, but I don't know. Concerts. Do you think it's a concert? Are you going out to the concert tonight? People like, like the triumph, but see, I think we call it a show because because what local. blinding it's local. light show, dude? Go no. fuck yourself. What no, else like, over no, no, no. I'm talking uh, attendance. Like, is a uh, past multiple blah yeah. blah blah thousands. Yes. That's what okay. makes that, that concert. Because we don't what? say we went out. Because I say I went to the John Mayer concert, but I don't say That's that I went concert. to the, like the starting line concert. Is it exactly? I went to the starting line show. Yeah. I don't want to talk about ticket sales right now, but y'all have enough to buy the house and some, so everyone's getting paid and everyone's good. Like, yeah, what the fuck? No, no, no. I I'm saying, at what point? Venue. Yeah, at what point is a show or a concert? You know what I'm saying? I'm well, like, let's I say, know, let's like say, someone plays at Aztec Theater, and it's a comedian doing. Let's say stand-up. anything is above that a show? A, that's let's a comedy say, show for that's sure. A comedy that's, show, that's, yeah. yeah. Let's say anything above local venue status. Is unanimous. Huh? Let's say anything above local venue status. But, no, because I still went to the Thrice show. Like, like if I'm saying that, if I was at Stubbs, venue. you know, I went to the Thrice yeah. show tonight. So what are you saying? Do you want to consider that? No, no, that's what, okay. That's what I was asking. Like, what's the answer? I think here? I think what I think the I think qualifier should be. I think any, it's just in general. Okay, when what musical event? Right. Live any musical, musical performance you witnessed that was your favorite of all time? Okay, live. I learned I learned about Neil Young. Uh, he joined Crosby, Stills, Nash. For a show in North Carolina, and uh, it, I was with my yep. father, and he was definitely more excited than me. I, I didn't yep. even know what I was getting into, and uh, it fucking rocked. And ever since then, I've been a fucking crazy Neil Young fan. But seeing okay. seeing that many like fifty plus people like pass joints and get like super stoked and like yell out like at the top of their lungs like song names because these guys have a catalog of like who fucking yeah, knows so many. Um, it was amazing. Okay. So I think in terms, in terms of like music culture and like witnessing something like that, that's there's, by far one of my favorite shows. And there's so much behind that that like goes. And it's beyond, funny. I just said show, the, well, but that was a concert. Yeah. And it goes so it goes so far beyond just the 
what you heard, you know, it's like the culture, the people, the, the, the company you were with the location, it goes so far beyond just how they performed that I can see how that's like, you know what I mean? There you go. Okay. That's huge. What about you, Dom? My favorite one, and it's not the best bands ever, but I got to see P.O.D., Linkin Park, Story of the Year, and uh, Hoopa Stink. Oh, what was that tour called? I can't um, remember, but uh, they basically flipped coins to see Taste who Taste of Chaos. Taste of Chaos? It was, right? I don't know. I remember sounds, that? I mean, I've been like right. third row the at layer. the SPC Center watching Chili Peppers. I would scene. fuck with that show. But um, that show was so fun because it was like four bands just throwing it, dude. Like the guys from Story of the Year weren't even close to headlining. And they're like tossing their guitars and basses, doing backflips off the wall, and then catching them and then playing each other's parts. Oh, and I was like, huge. what the fuck? And it yeah. wasn't like DJ behind it or anything like that. It was all live. So when they fucked up, they fucked up. Yeah, and when they did it was humble. Sorry, I fell yeah. during my backflip. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I can barely hold the guitar, and they're like, "Yeah, I fucked the backflip up tonight, guys. I'm so sorry." Yeah. How was Pod? Actually, pretty dope. On that night, Lincoln Park ended it. So huge. So no joke. Lincoln Park's amazing. Yeah. Talk some shit about Lincoln Park. That is amazing. Awesome. I mean. That record was amazing. Is, what's that song? In the end, is that, is yeah. That was is one of the best. Like production wise, like it's such it a good song. Great. But all the hype, song. but all the hype parts is what I'm talking about. I still want to like drive my car into a median on the highway, <laughs> like when it's like shut up when I'm talking to you. <laughs> shut up! up. <laughs> I need to fly into the median, dude. I want to punch myself in the face and just fucking hit the person next to me. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. I love that. Love that. You're so, uh, love Lincoln Park. Man. That'll make you hit a tree. I guarantee you. There you go. Okay, my favorite concert I ever bit well, well I ever saw was uh You ever been at I ever been at saw whatever. <laughs> this is 2018's <laughs> guest of the year right now, Jordan Berlanga, and he's here he is right here. Biting In off in person. He's biting off more than he can chew. Can he keep up? With I'm the just biting off all the tips of the hot dogs at the gas station and putting them back on the wheel. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not a bad idea. That's that could be one of the rudest things I've ever heard. Um, my brothers actually did that one time. We went to the river. That's they got super drunk and they were buying beer. They were in line terrible. and they started. They bit all of the ends off of every hot dog on that <laughs> no, wheel and put them back. And they Dude. were all just like little pieces of hot dog with bites taken out of Dude, both that sides. Dude, that's fucked up. That is hilarious. Yeah. Stuff. That was it really is, funny. So we like, thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> and they ever. got full bellies, dude. It was like going yeah. to like sample time at. It was H-E. really funny. But oh my god! Back to my favorite concert, Tenacious yeah. D. Oh shit! Uh, wow! I it bet was, that rocks. It was Jimmy World, Tenacious D, and Weezer. Oh, that was at the amphitheater. No, that was at uh, uh, Freeman Coliseum. Oh yeah. yes. And I will say that uh, Tenacious D stole the show. Obviously, Weezer was the headliner. Jimmy Eat World at the time was the main reason I went yeah. because I was a huge fan of theirs. They opened, and I knew Tenacious D. I'd heard the record, uh, their, their first record. Yeah, it um, was amazing, actually. And, uh, man, when they went on stage, it was, they blew everybody out was of the water. Was it full band or just the two guys? It was, it was full band. They had bass, oh, drums, rock. keyboard. Yeah. But, huge. Oh, shit. This had to have been 2004. Four maybe? Yeah. I was I was Damn. in a, 
I was in high school, and I heard Weezer no, closed even. with Only in Dreams, and they played it for like forever. Yeah. That's it was incredible. That's awesome. And, and I, heard, I heard it was incredible. All around great Which, that's an amazing show. But, but Tenacious D specifically, it was just one of the most entertaining shows I've ever seen. Just them alone. It just Jack Black, you can imagine him in between songs and his banter and his, his, his actions on stage. It was equally as hilarious as it was impressive because they are that good live. It's, I love it's it. insane. I love it. I like that a lot. Hassan. Um, so, okay, mine is kind of, you know, well, Jordan will think this is cheesy, but. What? Well, you won't, but you, you might a little bit because, like, it's. All right. So here it is. Out with it. Uh, so, the, my favorite concert I ever witnessed was the first night that we did the Third Eye Blind Tour. And it's because, oh, shit. very simply, this is a band that, like, I remember when I was in, like, the fourth grade, my sister came over and handed me these discs. There's everything from like corn to prodigy and the self-titled third eye blind. All the good shit. Like just gave me like, here's what you need to listen to because at the time all I listened to was Kono and she's like, I know that like Motown was great, but like you're missing out on some stuff. I know you want to leave. I mean, I was watching Turner classic movies and and not watching cartoons and listening to Kono. That's, that's how I grew up. Okay. Um, Nobody knows why. I don't know why either. So you grew up like a 65-year-old I grew up basically, (laughs) I was like an old man. Like 60 minutes. My dad would talk about some obscure episode from Lucy Ball, who he hated. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just saw that. Like, I saw that stuff. Anyway. I love I Love Lucy. So I put on this record. It's a self-titled Third Eye Blind record. And I fell in love with this band. It was a huge, like, eye-opening, like, I kind of want to rock moment for me. Uh, I didn't realize that, like, it was considered... Chick rock and like douchey at the time. Yeah. It wasn't really. Yeah, people were like not the coolest band, but hey, he had a huge record, sold eight million copies. They were on their way. Later on, um, after everything with the emo movement happened, Third Eye Blind out of nowhere started getting really popular. And I remember looking over at my girlfriend. I took her because the promoter uh, from this one production company in San Antonio knew that I was obsessed with this band. She's like, I just booked them. They're coming into town. I'm going to give you tickets. Bring whoever you want. I'll give you backstage. You need to meet them. So I went. I saw the concert. It was amazing. was obsessed. And I remember telling the girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, like, one of these days, and my uncle the other day brought it up that I had told them years before we ever played with them, that I told them, I was like, you know, all I really want just um, is just the opportunity. If it ever happens in my career, I, nothing would be more in me than, like, the band that I grew up obsessed with to tour with them. She literally like laughed in my face. She's, I was like, one day I'll oh, be on stage shit. with him. I was like, it will happen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play with this man. That's how Trump got the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Obama talked <laughs> shit about him oh, at no. the breakfast. Yeah. Well, and he goes, he goes "Fuck oh, you! No. Yeah, I'm gonna have your job in four years exactly because you roasted me at your breakfast." And I, I told her, and that's I was what like, happened. I was like, "I'm gonna make this happen." Fast forward. You're right. Can we? I mean. We no, can't. Yeah, like, fucking we're Fast up there. Forward, six, seven years later, I find myself on the side of the stage walking off of it next to Jordan. And this guy that I looked up to because I loved his lyrics and the melody stuff. He had written out these iconic songs from the 90s. Walks by, shakes both of our hands, and he's like, hey, great set. Walks on stage and plays. So for me, great it wasn't like the most amazing really? thing you'd ever heard. I wasn't in the front. It wasn't whatever. It was the first time I saw this, this band that I idolized in the most humanized, raw vulnerable state and I loved watching it from the side of the stage and being like I'm here and I'm a part of it mm. and like for me being a super fan growing up when I was a kid 
it was a very meaningful, but amazing concert. Did it or did it not ruin your um, your perspective of like a hero? Of yeah. Yours? Did you? Did, so was your hero ruined? Here's a really good story. So the last good night of question. the tour, we're in we're in New Orleans, and I had purposely never mentioned how much I was a fan of the band for what I Jordan and I talked about it, but I never told them. Throughout the tour, I had a really weird connection where, for whatever reason, the lead singer would always call me up. We'd have a tequila on our own, talk about some bizarre stuff. We had a weird friendship. The last night of tour, I decided, okay, here's my moment. I'm going to tell him, hey, thank you so much. Uh, you, you, know, you guys are all great company. And I wanted to tell him how much his band meant to me when I was a kid growing up and how it inspired me to play, which is why I even was there in the first place. And what's funny about that is the first thing he asked me is he put his hand on my shoulder. We're outside of Lafitte uh, or something like that. It's the oldest bar in New Orleans. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. The way down I know what you're talking about. Streets. With the, with the Blurple de Queries. I think it's literally called Lafitte or something like that. Anyway. What? what? Blurple de Queries. Yeah, well, yeah, they're purple daiquiris. We call them Blurple de Queries. We don't know why. Anyway. Because that's the way it's spelled. We, uh, we go down there. I'm talking to him and I tell him and I was like, hey, I'm going to, I told Jordan, I was like, I think I'm going to tell him how much this band meant to me. He tells me, go for it. This is, you know, see, I'm last night of the tour. You should do it. We're all drunk. I go up. And the first thing he asked me when I tell him how much the band meant to me was, did I ruin it for you? Oh, fuck. Did we ruin for you what you thought we were? And I found myself in this really weird place of like, I have to be super honest, but also no, he didn't ruin it for me, but there was this thing about humanizing him, but then realizing that there are certain things that like, Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes You at all. don't no want to way. meet your heroes. So that part was disheartening. And I do feel like it wasn't ruined for me. But what it made is it gave me this. Well, it just solidified the fact probably like a lot of the um, hearsay that you heard from them now made sense. Here's what it did. A lot of that, more so than anything, it gave me like a fire in my belly where the moment I realized... <laughs> Who he was? He ate Thai food no. and he put a fire <laughs> in my belly. No, what I God damn Fucking it, Chachi. Well, what I mean by that is that it inspired me because I realized that all it does is it makes you realize that there's nothing he's got that I don't. There we go. Listen, I like everyone's that. On equal Give point. me the opportunity, like I talked about with my genie shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking to be given it. Just let the stars be there, even if they're not in line. But if I can put them in line, I will. It humanized him in that situation for him. That's it. Dope. Okay. All right. I like that. Marwi soon the snaps. That's very nice. Hey, Jordan, do your thumbs work? <laughs> how, how loud can y'all snap? Let me how badly do you want to find out, Dom? Say he, he, there's nothing he's got that I don't except for like several millions of dollars, <laughs> which goes into my third genie gift. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, a couple so, hit records. Aside from that. Yeah, and, and the dating history oh of Charlize God. Theron. Uh, but, you know, it's all right. <laughs> yes. She's probably mean. Of course, um, dude. I think she's probably really you mean. You wouldn't let her beat you every once in a while? No. I would let her kick the I shit would. out of me. <laughs> yeah. I can't deal with it. She could uh, hit me with, like, a... Yeah. That's just the shit. Really? really? Yeah, I would buy an album and then we'd sell it. <laughs> and it was that one and the, the self-titled Sublime <laughs> album. Oh, there you go. And I'm not the only one that happened to you. People would steal those two albums from people. Yeah. Well, it was me. Yes, I think you should know. Hold <laughs> 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 that's not even BD. 
If I'm with a woman who thinks she can just fucking hit me, dude. Yeah, but where? <laughs> dude. Doesn't matter. In the okay. face, in the fucking jawline, whatever. You didn't want it. No, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Right. I've and only the, I've only hit shine. a woman in bed because she asked for it, dude. Hey yo. So yeah. I'm talking about real shit. Hashtag <laughs> notgettingmeto.com. Okay. Yeah. I just created the website right now. Dude, yep. We should look it up. If not, yeah. I'll buy it. I just it bought it. I just yeah, bought it right like now. 15 bucks. We'll get it. Do okay. not hit me too.com or do not hit me also.com. I feel uh, like we're trading on very sensitive. Well, I actually have a, I, I, I have well, a very look similar story. I think it look just it matters how many O's we put into it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was great dude you should no you need to start the me do movement you're watching the live show with the d the like the do me me movement? me do <laughs> hashtag me do oh my god yeah. me do this shit just We're took a it. plunge yeah, i love hey, it before me it publishes do? this buy it me do yeah 7.99 for three I'm years we're gonna buy it. both of them right now me do yeah it's for dudes <laughs> don't hit me too Oh my God! No, I'm not enforcing any kind of that kind of shit. I'm just no, 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 of course saying. not. You don't want you don't want to get hit. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. They want the same shit, right? They want the same shit, and then like uh, let's this is say available we're for on eight dollars and eighty-eight cents right now. Let's say there's a hundred people on a boat. Okay. Fifty percent are women and children. Twenty-five percent are women. Twenty-five percent are children. Fifty percent are men. Yeah, hold on. Our, mass all, start, our mass are all fucked yeah. up. There's a hundred people. Twenty-five are women. Twenty-five are children. Fifty are men. Yes. Yeah. And now the boat starts going down. Like, oh well, in this ship. I go make a martini, down, right? And I deal with the fact that I'm now who on gets boat? to go off on the rafts first? Well, how smart the are the kids? The best looking. The, the best looking. No, men. no. The women <laughs> and the children, and they go. How come we don't get paid two dollars and fifty cents more? Cause oh. bitch, my life means as much as yours, dude. If this boat is going down, I want to get on that raft too. How come it's women and children first? I got a hundred days behind me, ready to go. Dude, fuck you, dude. So he's got a all point. Those Jim Jeffries made a really great uh, like run on what you're talking about. It was hilarious. He's like, women shouldn't make as much as as men in the workplace. And everyone's like, hey, like, fuck. Yeah. And he's like, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the fact that, like, women should be sexualized or, you know, d- demeaned and, and, like, mess with at any level. I'm just saying they shouldn't make as much as <laughs> and, and everyone was like, oh, even I was watching. I was, yeah. like, in my own bedroom just on my own. I was like, oh, fuck, that's hardcore. Where is he going with yeah. this? So, okay, so I will say, so without naming names, the – Two things burn me up just a little bit. So when you see like somebody who's like super feminist, but then they will post a meme where chivalry is dead. It's like, okay, that's not cool. That doesn't work. Secondly, the girl that I'm dating right now, the other day we were were at the bar. She said the most amazing thing. I was like, hey, there was not enough seats. And she's like, no, none of that. Thank God. There's not enough seats. And she's like, you should sit down because she ordered me a hamburger. I was on the drive there. She ordered one for me and let's go eat. She goes, you should sit down. I go. I don't feel comfortable sitting down. She goes, we can stand. And she's there with th- two of her girlfriends. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, you guys sit down. I'll just eat standing up. One of her couple of friends went to the bathroom. I sit down for a little bit. I was like, let me know when they get back and I'll stand up. And she goes, why are you going to do that? And I was like, because I'm a man. And she goes, what are you, sexist? And I was like, that is the most brilliant thing ever. She's like, I'm a woman. 
I can stand. There's no thing where like you as a guy who's having a meal while we're just having a beer, you should feel this need to just get up and eat standing up because I can dig you're that. a guy and the girl so I was like Dude, I I've that. never love, heard that before. I was like, yeah, but yes, I rock. Love that's true feminism right there. It makes perfect down, sense. Dude. And she is this totally is like, that's true feminism. <laughs> dude, she's all about it. Dude, you're in like, the, like, in the I morning, just wake up. I got to pee so bad. I'm barely awake. Might fart, sit yeah. down, Get open all the up gas my out. Instagram, be like, oh, all these likes. Let's see what's up. And then and I just piss for like two minutes. Smells like coffee. Wake up, make more coffee. And then, you know, go back to work, dude. Yeah. It's a beautiful fucking cycle. Oh, my God. You know? If I stand in the morning and piss, I'm on a fucking mission. Like, if I'm like, no, I'm going to stand. I'm, I'm already mentally way too charged for the day. But it's, it's a lot of work in the morning. Yes, you're very tired in the morning, I'm it turns out. Science says you're all. more tired. I can't sleep, so. I'm joking. <laughs> Jordan, how are you not a morning person? I just, uh, I don't know, man. I get to work at 8 a.m., and it usually takes me until like 11 or 12 to really feel like, all right, I feel good. Not, not good, but I, people will tell me, they're like, oh, someone's awake now. Ah. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, there's, just, there's sleepy George here, your man. Your ears are <laughs> seen. Oh, it's just the a tired masseuse. Three hours, it just They tell me I'm awake right there about tired to fall <laughs> A few things are worse than a tired masseuse. Oh, no, I'm wow. kidding. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think it's maybe just the, like coffee, like being up early and I need to have coffee. And once I get my coffee and it gets doing what it's supposed to do and I have that caffeine, then I'm, I feel good. Here we go. What's fucked up to no, 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 I don't need coffee. One of the things about your gig, too, is that like, sometimes you guys mm-hmm. get insanely booked. Oh, yeah. We're You're like so extremely busy. busy like at 8.30 in the morning, and I've been up for You don't have a second. An hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. And most of being up is like getting ready, getting dressed, doing the things I really don't want to have to do that early in, in the morning. Jerking off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah one fall day back he, to sleep uh, after the dopamine hits the head. You're like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's a nut. Pop and fall asleep, <laughs> baby. <laughs> He, he was 20. Sleeping. He was working me. where they had they were double booked the whole day. Yeah, yeah. Shitty. I thought you were dead. You didn't respond the night before, and then the whole day you were so busy. Don't do that. That's so caring of you. Well, right? I, no, that. I called this guy just straight, like, and he wasn't there. So yeah, he, he wrote was all okay. right. <laughs> yeah, but like insane. Yeah, he was about to drive by my house, but I would. Sometimes I just don't respond though, just to see if he'll just fuck with me. Yeah, yeah, always, just to see how much he really cares. Tease him. So we have All right. this show at the Paper Tiger. Yes. Oh, that yeah. thing. So yeah, um, it's what happened, what guys. Will be our. Uh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's what's gonna be our last show, Hydra Melody's final final show. Yeah, we're we're uh, finally deciding to uh, do a last show, and I say finally, like oh, finally, but no, I just mean like I think. Uh, I think for us in the band, it's kind of one of these things where we've never had to talk about it before and never really talked about it before. But when we did sit down and talk about it, I think everybody was very much on the same page and, and in agreement that, you know what, maybe, maybe this is just for the, for the best. Yeah. You know? And no, no bad blood, no hard feelings. You know? it's, it's just one of these things where we've, 
We've always been a band that's that is focused on the forward progression, and and always doing something to make that next move and meeting that move and then on to the next move and always making moves. And for the past couple of years, we haven't really been doing so. And and, and I think a lot of it just just has to do with with where life, life catches up. Busy. You know, life life catches up and and um, everyone's just so busy and. It sucks to say, you know, but that's the reality of the situation. And instead of, you know, continuing to just play these shows in the same set for the next couple of years, let's let's go out with a bang. And if there's no no thought for another record and no plan for another record, and for that forward movement that we've based a lot of these these latest years of of Hydromelody on, then let's. Let's see what else there is out there. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the important nice. thing is it finally gives us the opportunity to to get back to what it is that we started out doing back in high school. You know, that 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 adventure, that sense of adventure, that that experience, that that mm-hmm. ex- experimenting in different things. We've been doing this for so long. We've been playing shows together for a long time. And a minute, man. A long time. And you all I, I have think respect it's for each other too, which is so much. Great. That's amazing. amazing. It's the only way. And and it's it's more of a respect as uh, as friends. And and the back then, I don't think it was. A, I could say it was a brotherhood, but the brotherhood that we've that we've established it in, bloomed. In, yeah, in the last what seven eight years. Yeah, it has just. It, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. The, the musician friends that I have within that scene, if you will, is are some of the best people that, that I know. And, and it really is, um, it's more about the relationship and the, the bond that we have together rather than it just being a group of musicians. Yeah, I don't you know, know you I don't know you guys from the industry. Yeah, at exactly. All. Like it's yeah. not like that. I don't know. The music is what the drew us together. Music people at all. Yeah. Music is what drew us together, but I think we're just so like-minded in that sense um, as people that I think we just get along like, like oh, that. It's one of the it's <clears throat> like when we uh, the first tour that I ever did with Hydra Melody, we were I mean, traveling in cars and different things with a trailer and just oddly enough um i had mentioned to one of my our mutual best friends like would you want to come and richard was like i would love to go let's do this literally the first tour i ever did with hydro melody just completely aside from music richard came on and we rode in a bmw you just said like let's go just i was in a wonderful position in life yeah i had like the ability to be like i can actually do that let's rock okay yeah we left, we hit Vegas, LA, San Diego, came back. It was one of the best road trips I've ever had been on. an amazing time. We went six hours out of the tour route just to see the sunrise over the Grand Canyon. And it's the only time I've seen the Grand friendship. Canyon. It was amazing. And, it's and we have a dorky ass picture together. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And we have this amazing memory as the first tour that I did with Hydra Melody that has absolutely everything to do with how much we appreciate each other as people had nothing to do with music. But what's crazy is before that, I used to go watch his band play. And since then, have watched Mm -hmm. his band play. Because, look, if they sucked, I might go. I remember Westbound before Westbound. But I probably wouldn't. 
As friends, I'd go Jordan, to brunch Jordan and hang out with hard. him. Yeah. Was it Kaya? But, but we love. No, no, Kaya was Eric's band. Eric's band, yeah. Okay. We were, but we uh, loved... Oh, that's right. We were morning after yes. in high school. See, we loved hanging out. When I wow. saw Westbound I shows, is because I, I was in the algebra class with Octavio. There oh, you go. shit. He barely showed up, but I knew he had a band. And yeah. then when he played, he I was I didn't always, know that. Yeah. Since Taft. Because I went to Com Arts, but all our math and physics were at Taft. Yeah. And so Octavio would just show up and like sleep on the desk. I completely And then that. Uh, he'd be like, yeah, go show tonight. Or some, I have met a band. Yeah. Band. And then, uh, yeah. So for... That side of San Antonio, it was very westbound departure. Mm-hmm. And then on the Warren side, it Which, was very uh, ready, to, ready fail to fail slash, slash hydromelody. Yeah. But so, at that time, it was really ready to fail. Yeah. That's if you're, took, if you're talking about a period, because, dude, I was a mega fan of ready to fail. No joke. They were the first band with a recording that was like a real recording. I was like, how did the drums sound <laughs> yeah. like that? How did, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, real guitar parts on their shit. Like, I was, like, mind blown. Couldn't believe it. And I still remember the fucking harmonizing. And Unforgiving oh, Tears. Oh, wow, man. You're yeah. talking old yeah. school. Mm-hmm. That was the good shit. Because I was like, how is a band able to do that right now? That's so professional. So, I haven't heard it's that It's so professional. so long. Do you have a copy of that? No. Damn, I've I never even seen Anthony one. Might. Didn't it have kind of he like a hood rat though. drawing on the cover? That. Like Unforgiving Tears that had like a Anthony pencil drawing? Anthony did that cover. That's amazing. Anthony was the first, my first graphic design experience. He did our website yeah. for Morning After. Yeah, he did He did our and website. I never spoke he to him. That our singer at the time did it. Did it. Yeah. yeah. But he was, that was his thing. Like, he, I was like, I want to do that. De Leon? I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Day of Shut the Lion. Up. Anthony he, Day of the Lion is why I probably like do what I do. He's become well. My God, it's the first time we put oh, a name out on yeah, the podcast. Blew but, him out. But he, no, okay. but in a good way. Things. He's okay. he is like this weird conduit that somehow we've all kind of like he is the common denominator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not just because of the studio he worked at, but because of the person he is. He is so genuine and only mm-hmm. brings people in his atmosphere that are the same way. Oh yeah, that like. Richard Jordan is his cousin and I brought me into sessions and stuff to meet him and listen to the records and would share and somehow just kind of in passing introduce each other or introduce people to each other. Right. Um, so he's like this very common denominator. Sorry. A lot of it. Sorry. No, I'll, I'll take care of it. Keep talking. Okay. Yeah, no. So he, he just, uh, Thank you. Tobin, got the bug. No, he, he, he's found a way to, and he's also like the most unassuming, just most humbled guy you've ever met, but found a way to get it all to kind of work out. And he um, was one of the people that Jordan actually, when I moved to Los Angeles, Jordan and him took a flight on Jordan's birthday out to Los Angeles. And I remember Jordan landed and we were talking and I was out there writing a record and trying to work on some music. And that's where the whole kind of idea of like, hey, a lot of things have happened you're in LA. I finished school. Other of our band members have other things going on. Oh, I thought you were going to do like a haiku right there. No, no, no. But that would have no. rocked. <laughs> All my bands play. I'm in. No, it's but not enough. They brought up Apparently that they had been uh, on the flight there. Jordan said, hey, maybe it's, it's 
it would be good of us or it'd be the right thing to do to all those people that have been asking we're going to be back in New York or all over the country. When 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 are you going to come back to to do this final show and have some closure? Because the real the, because the fact of the that. matter is there is no plans to do that. Mm-hmm. And so for us to be like, "Oh, soon." You know, yeah. like what yeah, what's perpetual. the point? And and what's the point of And I, I get the point, you know, like I I understand and I absolutely love the fact that we have the fan base that we do and yeah. and it's there this is the reason and they're the reason that we're doing it the way that we are. You know, we feel that we owe it to everyone that's been a supporter and that's loved this music as much as we have to 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 know to to, to put a, to put a finality on on everything and let everybody know this is where we stand and un- unfortunately this is this is where where it's at and sure. here instead of of thinking of it as an unfortunate thing let's celebrate one last time and let's all come together the way that we have so many times before yeah which is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. and and do it the right way it's you can look at it one of two ways exactly the way Jordan's saying like you can go to a funeral and look at it as the end or you can celebrate Let's somebody's celebrate life. Celebrate life. So that's we, what we do as Italians. Yeah. And, and we know we're coming we're to celebrate. that. Celebrate. Yeah. Like yeah. funerals are not dark for us. Right. We're and loud I'm, I'm, colors. Everyone cooks and we celebrate their life. We tell stories about their life, funniest jokes, whatever. And like, it being that's such. That's what we wanted to do. And it being such a, a celebration that's of. That's what they would want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it being such a celebration of, of, you know, the way the flyers are and the way it's being promoted is. As Hydro Melody's final show, I think for for us, um, the fact that we have Richard and and Westbound mm-hmm. and Cassetta on this on this show really does mean a lot. I I remember. I do want to say thank you, Richard, for coming on this. Oh, get yeah, out of here! Yeah, this yeah, is amazing. I, I remember being. When do I come back? I remember when Ready to Fail was still <laughs> Ready to Fail before even Hydro Melody. I was going to Cassetta shows. I loved Cassetta. Dude, Cassetta and, rocked. And now to... No, they weren't around back then. There's no way they could. Cassetta came in when like Westbound had just really began with Eric. They had just moved to El Paso from there. Or from El Paso, I'm sorry. When you guys invited us onto the show, immediately, you know, we had we had started recording a, a record with Eric for fun. Our, our vernacular was, fuck it, why not? We had the songs laying around that we've never done anything with why wouldn't we like it'll be fun it'll be a reason to get everybody together you guys are going to go through that shit too i know there's other songs and one day everyone's going to be bored and you're gonna be like fuck it why not and that one experience uh kick-started a whole like effort like fuck it well shit that went we recorded one song with anthony and it was like well shit that was a lot of fun why don't we why yeah. don't we mess around with this a little more because why not? And out of, out of nowhere, that spark created new songs. Like, out of nowhere. Without, like, I had not lifted a guitar in, like, probably four or five years. And just, it was there. I had them all around me. You know, I'd oh, fuck around every once in a while. Too, but, yeah. like, never really sat down and really tried to write. And that effort, the second you're around the people that you feel that, feel that way. magnetic yeah. charge from, that that uh, in inextricable link that, like, maybe the moon feels, like, to the earth. You know, like, mm-hmm. when you're in that magnetic field, you're going to react a certain way. Sure. And you'll find that, like, when you're when you're around the people you really give a shit about, 
that do the same thing you do, you're going to make music if that's what y'all do. I will say it's, it's very um, <clears throat> bittersweet in the sense of the rehearsals that we've had for this show. I feel very much that way. You know, we're in this room and, and granted over the last year, we, we haven't rehearsed at all really, but so now we're rehearsing for this show and man, it just, it feels so good mm -hmm. to be in that room. While you're rehearsing, and, may I ask you something? Sure. When you're rehearsing, did you come to like anything new? All the time. These guys are Does jam masters. So bad? It's hard no, not man. to jam. It's exciting. It, well, it, I know I jam with y'all. I've jammed yeah. no, no, separately no. with but both of y'all, and he, we've come up with songs. Here's, here's what's exciting about it, but it's also one of these things where... It, it, okay, so you we were, we were the playing the other day. Go? You, you have to understand that it's not... Because Hydra Melody is over, that doesn't mean that music is done for us as individuals or as friends or as a group. And I feel like I will always bounce music ideas or things off of Jordan, Taylor, Matt, Manny. And I feel like they will always do that with me. I've worked on stuff with Jordan that he's worked on with Bobby from the, the bass player before yeah. I was in the band. Shut we up. work on things and we always will. It was a very difficult... And almost somber moment when I brought it up the other day, we were rehearsing. I was like, oh, my God, you know, it really it really hit me. And it kind of was overwhelming that we're here rehearsing to work on something for the final show. And it's it's it was really, really hard. And we've been bombarded with messages from people from all around the country in San Antonio that are begging us not to. And or what are you going to do next? Or saying, hey, we're going to support you. It's bittersweet. We want to be there. And Producers. then when you get everybody. In, 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 in no, but like y'all, oh y'all could both be y'all Jason. The next two producers in the city. I think I think I'm happy to to sit in a room and help somebody. I would love to do and that. push somebody creatively. I've never yeah. sat in a creative Jordan space would probably you. be a really great producer. I'm more the no, you're let a me push somebody to where they're like, oh, they peak. You know what That's I mean? What but I'm like that Rick Rubin yeah, producer, but, though. Like, not, not, I'm not saying way. I'm like Rick Rubin. Yeah. What I'm saying is... You just said you're Rick I don't, Rubin. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't engineer. Like, I, can't, I don't know he's the not ins and outs either. of a board. Exactly. He sits in the back room. I wouldn't like, be able to be a producer. That's what a producer is, guys. I, no, I, I wouldn't it? be able to be yes. the engineer producer. I can engineer and I can... Sure, sure, but you're a producer and engineer. They're totally different. Where Jordan has me... I'm a jackass, dude. <laughs> where thank jo you for coming over oh, where this rocks. Has wow, me i like i like this cheers wait salute that was a that was a oh, topo right. chico yeah, yeah. these are nice glasses hey, topo chico topo started making their stuff with uh, crystal <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth where where I they did. where um where were we oh I don't know. You're pulling your two. You said where I have you somewhere. I know. You have my heart. Where we were is that where they have me is that Jordan has like an encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge of music theory. You really do. I went to one hydro melody session one time, and I thought I walked into class. They're like, no, asshole, play the upper third of the D on the crescendo of the apex yeah. of the flam. All the and, and everyone's like, oh, you're playing shit. a fiver. You should have just said that. You should have just said that. That's like how y'all operate. And I was like, 
I'm sorry, like, I am a chump compared to this. It's, I cannot fuck with so this. It's so funny because I remember one of the first <laughs> times that Jason ever was... I ever was in the same room as Jason. We were recording records at the same time. Yeah. He was recording a record for what was Young American at the yeah. time, and we were recording our self-titled... Great record. Um, Hydra Melody record, which... At the time that we didn't realize, no, no, I'm sorry, we were recording um, maybe one day EP, uh-huh. and we were recording uh, your what I do on the weekends, heavy Latin groove, and it has like a it has like a two three kind Make of this Latin groove, this. like a one two one two three one two one two three one two, and we we were Manny and I we weren't arguing but we were having a, a very heated discussion on if the the beat should be three two or two three. Oh my god. And like a one, two, three. <laughs> That's like that. two gay Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. You know, and you but just flip, you just flip three, it and it three, gives four. a completely different feel. If you're not talking about football, like and I remember that's the first time lineups that, and that's the gayest Puerto Ricans I know. Later on, the Jason beat is came either to me. three, four or four, three. <laughs> or it can be like Yeah, but I know what you're saying. With the three, four or four, three. I've always been like, God damn, those guys are absurd. I remember. And then, did you hear him? He was like, toast. (laughs) Toast. (laughs) Toast. I love it. Y'all rock. Y'all rock. Y'all are the the higher level. I really think y'all could be amazing producers because of that. I I would love to try my hand at that. And I've always thought about that. But I need to be in a studio with you. I've been in with Jason, and he's spectacular. He's like, hey, but just try this. That's where I really feel like I It made it onto onto (laughs) our record, onto the Westbound record. He came in while we were recording a song called Nothing Gets Me High. And he was like, do That's this. song, so we go way down yeah. the rabbit That's hole. That's what I love doing. I love hearing I the music like, from that outside perspective. And, and knowing and, exactly, because you're not attached to it. Yeah, and being able to hear Fresh something that, that's not there. You know, and yeah. be like, okay, what if we tried this? You know, or hold on, I think this drum fill can go like this. Yeah, and it's yeah. gonna smooth this whole thing. You out. guys are on a spectrum, and I really, I really mean this. You guys are both the same kind of like producers, but you're, uh, you're on the technical side, but with an appreciation for the emotional grab. And you're, I think, the extreme of purely experiential. Yeah, you like. Mm. That's a thermometer right there, and you're over here in like the feels, like oh, but as long as it feels good, I don't care what it is. I know how to, I know how to make the chords work. And this is this is what I say. Right here in the middle because you like it, like you like it all. You like it warm. This is what I say about a brotherhood. Warm. All that's warm. Because Richard couldn't pinpoint me more correctly. There it is. It's one of these things where, like Pink Floyd is one of my favorite bands. Because their their early stuff is so out there and psychedelic before before David Gilmore. Mm-hmm. It's so out there and psychedelic because that was Roger Waters. Mm-hmm. David Gilmore came into this project mm-hmm. and was like, I can see where you're going, but let's let's put it all in a nice little package. And then that's when they started doing mm-hmm. stuff like yep. Dark Side of the Moon and okay. Animals. And, that's, you and, had the ability to capture that. And like, that's where David Gilmore came in and took this, this out there idea that people loved. And he was like, let's do that, but let's push it to more people who will love it. Yeah. You, have, you have the bigger spider web that could really kind of wrangle something like that up. You know, you're, tra- you're down to catch something out here on the outer edge of your spider web. When you're walking down the sidewalk and you hear someone like maybe even just like acapella singing you're like there it is yeah you're like that's a moment right that's there. it you're right all there. about your moments and and that's yes took it very it emotional totally changed yeah. my my writing when 
we really started writing together because there's got to the be a story year, so we were there's we got to be a story playing music that we hadn't written together it was the yeah, old yeah, lineup had written yeah and uh you know when we first started writing together that was one thing that that he taught me was like dude as as a as a, the singer and as the vocalist you need to keep these things in mind like oh yeah like you need to write the song as if you're you're in front of the audience and you need to put these moments in these songs and mm-hmm. not that you need to like not in a forced way but think no. of it like that because you- because these moments in that emotional connection that you can pull to a crowd that's in front of you is going to pull the same way on a record if you do it right mm-hmm. and if you do it with the right emotion it's those moments really do mean a lot in music and that's that's where the emotion where people's emotional connection goes into music it it makes you feel a certain way and there's a way to write the music purposefully to make sure that you can feel that yeah are you giving the unspoken a voice yes are you speaking for someone like that's when you get powerful in songwriting like is there something that you're saying that is just out of bounds for someone that wishes they could say it yeah, but but it hits directly in line with like what they what they feel, you know. I've always I've always liked to ask this question to other musicians because I do love the Beatles so much, and obviously it wasn't so much McCartney, but Lennon was a very like uh, he was very um, political, and he he used his platform to have a voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I always like to ask my musician friends if they would utilize that same platform to have to speak up not mm. maybe for what they truly believe but for something that is actually going on and something that needs to be acknowledged absolutely you know and i feel like a lot of people don't like to go there oh, and and this is I a feel tough like subject to me i to me i feel like i would you know i'm not a political person and i'm not by any means have a strong opinion about much of anything in that nature. No, but you do. But I, I do, but at the same time, I don't like to, you know? But at the you same time... You don't like time, confrontation, exactly. but you like having an opinion. Perfect example. And, and, and I feel like if I was to that point, I feel like if I could, if I could have a voice... Opinion. <laughs> If I could have a voice to say something, I think I would. That's. I think there's other ways to do it. Uh, songwriting for me is highly personal. I don't have time in the day to worry about, and I'll I'll be extremely selfish about that. Like, if I'm if I'm writing about something, it's about something I did. Mm-hmm. And if I'm so damn lucky that That's someone real. that someone vibes with it, then fuck, I got lucky. Then I got I got lucky. So, in my opinion, uh, when I heard uh, the, uh, I think the latest, I don't know if it's the latest, I don't know when the song came out by The Killers, Land of the Free. Oh, I don't think I've heard it. I Man, might not have. In all honesty, like, I'm a, I'm a proud American, love my country, I love the opportunities abound. He's, he's singing about the detriments of what's going on here, and he's absolutely right. Like, it's fucked up here. Your, what you just proposed, do I sacrifice what music should do 
Is it an educational tool? Is it something that's purely for fun? Is it entertainment? Yes. Because he went pure education and yes. he nailed it because he owned 100% of it. It was also entertaining. The music's good. I mean, the music's fine. Revolution and I'll 9 say that, is a great song. I mean, but there's other songs to me that exemplify humanity and like a country spirit without being uh, finger pointing. And true. that was a finger pointing song. Very true. You're right about that. And I and I think you're I think you're touching on something that is that is is more along the lines of the why I like to ask the question. Yeah. Because it's um it's a it's a very how would you portray that kind of thing, you know? Um, hey, we should make a toast on live camera or a live recording. Everyone okay. get your shit together. Here we go. Everybody listen up. Listen for the crystal. We cheers to the birds. Billy Crystal. To the storks that bring the good babies, the ravens that bring the bad babies, and the swallows that bring no babies. Oh, wow.